So Church Unlimited has eight cultural values that they adhere to. Each one of them is brilliant and would fully endorse. You've seen them up on the wall. They're in the foyer there, just above the notice board. Number one, prayer is our priority. We fully depend on God. Number two, Holy Spirit is our power. We have daily access to the presence and the power of God. Number three, the Bible is our foundation. We build our lives on the authority of God's word. And number four, and this is where we've begun to add some extra things in to give you a pitch of the local context. People are our passion. We all love and care for one another. Everyone is welcomed and valued, not just for what they do. We'd rather focus on training and giving people opportunities to grow than on a polished presentation. Do you understand that? So the church going forward, if we're all mentoring one, training one, raising up one, we're just looking after one other person and helping them grow in their faith. There'll be so many times that we give them a ministry opportunity. We give them a chance to preach, to pray, to lead a group, to do something, and they may not get it perfectly right. And it may not be polished. And it may not be exactly the way we'd like it to be ideally done. That's going to be okay. Because we'd rather be mentoring one, training one, discipling one, than having a select group of people or professionals doing all the ministry in the church. So there'll be lots of that going on, giving people opportunities. Beyond is our purpose. We carry the message of hope everywhere. And we've just added a couple of sentences to that, that value. Local and overseas mission. We're committed to both. We believe that the whole church is called to personal witnessing. That's our primary form of evangelism. Everyone can reach one. So that is stressing again. It's not about bring people to a mass event. It's not about rallies. It's not about big programs. It's about equipping the whole church, every one of us, to look out for the one, to reach out to the one, to disciple the one. Primary form of evangelism is personal evangelism. Everyone reach one. Serving is our privilege. We all have a place and a purpose in this family. We believe that we all have a ministry, a place and a team to serve in. That might be on Sundays or it might be in the community during the week. When you come next Sunday and we grab uh, some food uh, off off the potluck tables, find a group. Find a group which has a passion that lines up with your passion. And just begin to say, where can I serve in the group? How can I help this particular ministry? And bring ideas next week to that group that are like putting legs on this vision going forward. Serving is our privilege. We all have a ministry. Number seven, discipleship is our heart. We intentionally grow closer to God with others. All of us can disciple, can mentor, can train, can resource someone else no matter what their age or stage. Now, for some Christians, we hear evangelism, we hear discipleship, and we think, oh, that's the work of the big guns. That's the work of the people gifted with evangelism. You know what? The Bible never calls you to be an evangelist. In the Bible, you're called to be a witness, and it's a very different thing. When the Holy Spirit comes on you and comes on me, we shall be as witnesses amongst our own people and in our area and cross-culturally around the planet. A witness isn't someone who's gifted to be an evangelist. A witness is someone that can put words to their faith and love on people in multiple ways as they do that. We're called to be witnesses and to make disciples. And there's a lot of resources out there for the discipling process. We're putting a little booklet together at the moment which will say, help you train to share your faith 
and also show you what resources you can access quite easily in this church to support that person that's come to faith. Discipleship is our heart. Together we are stronger, we are champions of unity. The elders in the church feel strongly that not only should we be part of unified church events within Whangarei, but we should be a congregation that blesses other churches, that serves other churches, that honours other churches, that takes initiatives in unity. Pastor Don was really the man behind the combined church prayer meetings for many, many years. It's brilliant. It's part of the DNA of this church. Uh, Matt Buchanan organises the combined youth events uh, every term and the combined youth leaders events every term. Isaac, the other day, uh, organised 24 hours of worship across the churches. Now, I've had a really good attempt at trying to get churches to work together evangelistically with mixed results. The point is this. There is something the Holy Spirit's put on Church Unlimited Whangarei that will cause us to be champions of unity in the city. Maybe they're having, people are struggling in their prayer meeting down at the, the uh, Clark Road or at the Baptist Church or something or at the Anglican Church and maybe we just send 20 people from Church Unlimited just to build them up one day and bless them and serve them. Maybe there's a church that's doing some particular work, social work, into a Tangarei and we look at what they're doing and say, you know what, we just want to give to what they're doing. We want to bless what they're doing. That's the kind of unity that's the kind of leadership and unity the church leaders and I feel this church is called to. As a congregation, we will take a lead in supporting other churches in the region and helping us all work together. The region won't be saved until we're working together. But it can be, can't it? The region will be saved when we're working together. And each church is doing what it's called to do. If you were to summarise all the values and what's on the heart of the church leaders in this church, this phrase does it. And this is a phrase you're going to hear time and time again. Everyone journeying with one. So we're not talking about um, big programs. It's not talk- we're not talking about superstars. We're talking about the body of Christ, all ministering, all serving, all loving, all mentoring and discipling one other person. If you were to summarise what the picture of the church into the future could look like, what we sense when we're praying could be summarised in these words. We believe that God is creating at Church Unlimited Whangarei a richly multicultural, multi-generational family of faith, a community where we're all valued for who we are and where everyone is reaching and mentoring someone. We believe we'll grow in multi-location church planting in the region. So it's not saying when this church is full, we're going to go up and we're going to go out and we're going to get bigger and flash. It's not saying that at all. It's saying that if we disciple a person, as we train someone to do what you do in the church, we duplicate ourselves. And we'd much rather be multiple locations of congregations of just two or 300 people uh, in different places so we can reach more people than having some big ginormous building and and some professional structure. We're just a few get to serve. We all need to serve and raise up someone else to do what we do in the church. And then we need to duplicate ourselves. And then we need to prayerfully look at other areas in Whangarei where they are lacking a church. And over maybe a six or 12 months period, once it's identified, prepare a team to go and plant a church in a different situation within the city. 
Now, I'm the sort of person, friends, that when I see a picture, I say, this is a picture I see, let's do it, you know. But that's not realistic. Everybody needs time to think it through and to pray it through. In fact, Scripture requires it. If you look at Scripture, it says that when the church leaders uh, felt to set aside Paul and Barnabas, when the church leaders felt to elect deacons, whatever the, the issue is, the big decision is, the leaders got some prompting from the Holy Spirit, then they submitted to the church, and the church went away and prayed about it. And the church usually came back and said, yep, seems good to us and the Holy Spirit, let's do it. And I found every time a vision submitted to the church, the church makes it better. Different people with different gifts start to say, I could do this. I've got something to contribute in that area. I can see another part of the picture. And what comes together is powerful and effective. I look at this and kind of imagine multiple CU congregations across Whangarei. No one gets the glory because everyone's serving. No one gets the glory because it's not a mega church with some superstars. It's a church of people that love Jesus and are willing to seek after the one and mentor the one. I was at Grace Gubertan's home group a couple of Saturdays ago, and we're looking at Acts chapter 6. And the essence of Acts chapter 6 is that the apostles they wanted to devote their time to preaching the word and to prayer. So they elected uh, deacons to administer the food, to look after the food bank for the widows. And the picture in Acts 6 is this, that we've all got a ministry, and if you stick to your ministry and you focus on your ministry and everyone does what they're called to do according to their gifts and passions, then God will add to the numbers weekly. And I believe that for this church. If we encourage folk to do what they're called to do and gifted to do and everyone does their part in the picture, this church will see lost people say week after week after week and we'll see leaders raised up that can impact the city for Jesus. Would you stand to your feet, friends? you close your eyes I want you to just picture that phrase everyone journeying with one and I know you're busy and I know you've got challenges like we all have in life but when you hear that phrase everyone journeying with one Is that something you could do? Is that something you could be a part of? Loving on the lost, discipling the lost one-on-one. Training people up to do what you do in the ministry of the church one-on-one. I want to pray for us as a church this morning that we wouldn't try and duplicate any other church. We wouldn't try and be like mega churches or somebody else. We'd just be who we're called to be in the city. And that God would speak to every one of us in this building and show us what it is we're called and gifted to do and give us the courage to step out and to do it. Father, we, with our heads bowed, we declare, Jesus, you're the head of the church and we declare, God, that as humble leaders submit to you, we get to discern your voice and discern where you're taking us as a church fellowship. Father, we don't see this church as a church for the professionals, we see it as a church for everybody. And so, Lord, we think of the people standing in front and behind, to our left, to our right this morning. And we'd ask, God, that you bless each one, that over the months ahead, they'd realise how important they are to your kingdom, how much we love them.
and they'd just step into whatever they're called to do, whatever shape or form that takes. Father, we bless each other to discern your will and your purpose for the ministry you've called us to individually. And we bless each other with the courage to step into it. Father, we think of the city. People in the city are hurting right now. And it's been quite often in the last month people have been hurting. And there's comfort from counsellors, there's comfort from friends and cups of tea and hugs. But God, nothing will make sense to our city as much as Jesus. There's no answer that's going to fulfil people and give them hope and stop the suicides in our city like the answer that Jesus is will. And so we ask God as we look at this week and we think of the weeks and months ahead that you'd give us the passion to pursue the one and you'd cause us to be scattered in the city and this region in such a way that lost people will be found. And lost people won't think of taking their lives, won't think of um, taking risks with their lives. Instead, found people will be added to the flock that you love. And we live lives of purpose, hearing your voice and following your lead. Jesus, we declare this morning as a church, you are our good shepherd, and we choose to follow you. We choose to follow you into a future that will stretch us and bring glory to the name of Jesus. And we ask God that together we'd do this. We'd capture the picture and we'd step out in faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.